Money Lab Nation, MSG here, and boy, do we have a show for you. We're talking about hero worship in the online entrepreneur space. Joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man, how's business? Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> I felt like I was uh, joining a boxing match or something. Ding, ding, ding. It's good, dude. It's good. good. I'm in my, my podcasting flow. Ooh. You're in, you're in flow mode. Yeah. Just kind of kind of doing. Yeah, we are cranking out episodes today. That's for damn sure. We got to gear ourselves up for the big marketing burst that we're going to do in, in October. That, damn right. We're, we're not new to this. Listen Money Matters was a daily podcast for how long? I'm starting to remember how it worked. <laughs> stressful. <laughs> how awful and stressful it was. Well, you know, we, we did a whole planning thing yesterday. Yeah. And I, I felt really good about I mean, I was exhausted. And then when I was not exhausted, I felt really good about it. And I was just like, I, I realized that's how we did it. We knew exactly what we were doing. So we just yeah. executed. Yeah. We didn't. And that's, you know, now, now when we get on, we bullshit a lot. Mm. So we get very. I mean, yesterday. We were supposed to do this, record all these episodes. We, we, we jumped on for like six hours. Six hours. We didn't yeah. do. Sh- I mean, we didn't do any recording. We did work. Yeah, but we we didn't do the recording. And Which I'm like, do we part. do that? And when we were like in the midst of trying to I do think, seven days a week. Well, we're we're still it's kind of new hanging out. You know, yeah. it, when we were doing, you know, I think we we're recording for months at that point. Yeah. So if you still want to talk to me for six hours, five months from now, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> then, then you know, yeah. Then maybe well, it's, it's an once, age thing. Yeah, it's once a week. It was once a week back then too. Yeah. But we had to we had to get seven episodes done in we a were single also day. Also in touch almost every day. Yeah, we were. We were. We were. Yeah. Are we doing that now? We don't. Need that. <laughs> kind of. No, nah, not really. I mean, yeah. sometimes I think we're. Yeah, we're more older. Well, yeah, we're older, wise. We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, okay, today's gonna be a heavy. I think it's gonna be kind of heavy as an episode. Yeah. But before we get into it all, uh, I want to read a sponsor ad. Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Let's talk about this episode, which mm. uh, has a fun title. 
but is actually about something. Uh, I this is uh, dude. I, I'm kind of nervous to talk about this. Well, this is. I just want to say it's an episode for rule breakers because we said don't listen, and if you listened, you're just yeah. you're you're bad. I will start off by saying this. Huh. I started Money Lab to me is uh the the show and the website more specifically the website was my way of trying to uh like I wanted to put things out there into the world that I did right mm. I enjoy this kind of work like the entrepreneurial the online entrepreneur space I enjoy you know being a member of that space and I wanted to contribute to that, but I always felt like a douchebag when I would – I didn't want to write a blog post about how to, I don't know, um, make more money on the internet. I just didn't mm. want to do that. Coming from me as a person. like I didn't want to be – what do they call uh, – influencer, like a uh, – Like an Instagrammer. No, no but uh, yeah, I definitely don't want to be that. I don't want to be a personal brand. Right. right? I, I, and because I feel like everything that I've done is very unique and I really don't think can be replicated by a lot of people. And I also didn't want to put something out there that made me look smart. That was like, oh, well, Matt says that you should do it this way, and so mm. I'm going to do everything that Matt says, and then their business doesn't work, and then they just keep following me blindly. I don't think that I know any secret that anyone else doesn't already know themselves. And so Money Lab was a way to do that without – I have a rule at Money Lab where I'm not allowed to say convictions – I'm not allowed to say convictions. Give me an example. That could be a wrong word. Uh, an example is I, when I do a challenge, when I do any content on Money Lab, I can't say, "Hey, you should do it this way because this worked it's for me." T- and yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so I use Gusto and you should too, or I use QuickBooks and or I use Mailchimp. Your and you business should will too. be successful if you use Gusto. Like, right? That'd be disingenuous. Yes, I say. The way I put it is, I use Mailchimp, mm. and here's the reason I, I don't use, it. use Mailchimp. Right, and I will never say, "Oh, well, you should use something else." I might say that behind closed doors. Don't get me wrong. If you talk to me as a person, again, in person over Skype or whatever, mm. I have convictions. So I am very. If you talk to man in person, he will lead you astray. I, <laughs> but on the podcast, he promises not to. No, and I don't. I don't <laughs> even want to do it. Like, and that's what the thing with Money Lab is. Is I don't. I I basically just put it out there as. As here's what I'm doing, just look at what I'm doing behind mm-hmm. the scenes, and I'm it's more of a journal for myself. Well, it's more like listen to what you're doing behind the scenes. Well, now, right? Because the podcast. Or I read, but anyways, go on. Sorry. So my point is, is like, so I wanted to start off by saying that because this, I the only reason I could get to that level of you know, and I think why people like Money Lab is because I don't tell you. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just showing you what I do. Well, 
So before we had like linked back up, and yeah. uh, I I checked Money Lab out in incognito mode, you know. <laughs> so, so I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I imagine I would probably be the only one from Hoboken going there. So I was like, damn it, I can only check this on vacation. Oh, I got a country. huge Hoboken contingent. Don't worry about that. <laughs> right. Uh, but the the reason that I I liked it is I, I guess the the best way to put it is like it's it's lumps and all. Yeah. Right, so it's, um, this is what I've done, you know, and and obviously, hopefully, successfully, and how I did it, but also all the bullshit along the way, because, uh, and maybe playing to to the what we're supposed to be talking about is the vast majority, if not, I would say almost all of the space is, you know, it's like. The magician in front of the crowd with his fancy costume and he has his assistant and they're doing the trick after they practiced for years right. and failed and they actually did cut someone in half and they died. But you don't <laughs> see any of that. You just see the show. And that's not fair if, say, you wanted to be a magician. That, right? is, a, that is the best analogy I've ever heard yes. about that. Also, I love magicians. So. <laughs> I was totally on the cuff. Um, I, I love magic. I love magic. <laughs> Same. Penn and Teller. Mm. Dude, uh, told not to be on a tangent, you should watch a show on Netflix called uh, Magic for Humans. What? Dude, it's awesome. It's six episodes. It's it's so awesome. Oh, my God. I'm definitely going to check it out. Dude, I was I blew through it in one afternoon. I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest show. It's just like it's like street magic, but there's a storyline. Tim and Eric produce it. Really? Yeah, it's it's funny, dude. It's really right, funny. I'll and take it's it good. Out. Anyway, uh, I, I, that is a great analogy. I because and and I'm 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 going to be very careful of trying not to name names in this because this is all personal. Like I I you got to also weave the story. I do. Very I, but I and that's why I kind of want to just put it on me for a little bit. Because I just want to say because the reality is we live in this space. Yeah. Uh, there are – I think that you said lumps and all. You're right that there's – I definitely show the lumps. But I know that other people show the lumps too. But what I found is every time they show the lumps, it's always – there's always a spin on it. You know, It's mm-hmm. always like, oh, this was really uh, frustrating for me to get through. But I'm glad I went through it because now I'm here. It's like, fuck you. Why mm-hmm. can't it just be that – Whatever you did sucked, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes I write, I, d- I failed at this so hard, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And there's, I gave up. I gave up. Right, Fuck that me. never gets written. No, it never gets written. Mm. It's never, it's, and, and even when you see, like, companies who send out letters where they're shutting down, and it's like the letter from the CEO, why we're, it's always positive. Mm. There's always a positive spin. Just fucking own it. Just own that it sucks because it does suck. It is terrible sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's good. But even sometimes the good stuff has a layer of shit that, like, that, it, that comes with it. And I, I feel like it's disingenuine to you know, say that everything is a learning. Everything is like a, a lesson. I, I learned a lesson. Sure. But that's a positive spin. Mm. Just say it sucked. Lesson learned. You could just say that. Lesson learned. Uh, I, you know, like me, I, I went and hired a bunch of people in September. Uh, they didn't work out. Lesson learned. 
Not, oh, but here's the lesson that I learned about this. You really need to focus on your internal strengths instead of, you know, but fuck that. It just yeah. lesson learned. Fuck me. I fucked up. You know, sorry for all the F words, but, you know, that's just that's just where it is. I feel like no one does that. And, and we're talking about hero worship specifically because this this is a new term to me mm. that I'm latching onto hard this year. And I'm noticing it that there is this like – and it happens in all sort of – it happens everywhere. It's like you know the Instagram people and the – you know it, I see it a lot in the entrepreneur space because you look. You're looking up to somebody who's made a ton of money, who says they made a ton of money, who publishes how much money they make. You're seeing all of that. And like – you know, shock alert! Uh, mo- like quite a bit of it is our lies. I would, I guarantee you, get a lot of pushback for saying that. That that a lot of the numbers are lies. I mean, that's the whole point of showing it is that you're you're kind of showing the truth, right? You're showing like, hey, I'm publishing <laughs> this, how much I made this month. So for you to make an HTML table and put some numbers in. <laughs> Yeah, or or for you to take a quote unquote PayPal screenshot, like, look, I am not a designer, right? And I I don't know visual things till if they hit me in the face, but damn, if I can make an amazingly fake any screenshot that you want, I oh. I could do that in like thirty minutes. You can do it with the uh, Chrome Inspector. Just change the number in the Chrome Inspector and take a screenshot of it. Actually, yeah, it's even it's even easier. That yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, somebody. So, I have a, a rap video that I did where in PayPal you can just see my number like spin up, like really fast, and everyone's like, yeah. "How the hell did you do that?" I'm like, "Why do you want to know how I did that?" <laughs> like, it's not, it's not that hard to do, but don't. That's that's. I don't want to do the things number in trick. I just want to know how to do it on the PayPal website. Yeah, I want to be. I'm building to... this other website. You know, I feel like though that. So, I mean, I went through that world too, right? Mm. Where that world of like, you know, people holding up their their affiliate checks, you know, mm. remember that? Like, yeah. what the hell is that guy's name? Oh, I'm not going to mention it. Mm. Fuck it, I'm No names. It. <sighs> no some names. dude, some bald yeah. dude back in the day held up. I don't know. He was probably legit, mm. but it's also kind of douchey. Yeah. Like to take a picture of your, and this is, all right. I'm Do you go. remember All yeah. Advantage? No. Way back in the AOL times, there was this thing called All Advantage. And yeah. what it did is you would install the software and it would put a bar of an advertisement on the bottom of your screen. And uh-huh. then as you browse the web, you just do whatever. Like you make, you earn money by having this thing installed on your screen. Like obviously you wouldn't click it. And then people built software to move the mouse, to trick it, to think you're whatever. And I remember because I use internet like insane amounts and it was like middle school, I got a check for 20 something dollars and I literally brought it in and showed everybody because surprisingly there was a referral bonus and you get a cut of all of their. Interesting. Yeah. But, but what's the point there? The the point is uh, one, like it's, it's douchey to bring the check in. Sure. It's like, I'm admitting it, but also like the, the, I brought the check in because if I could sell you on it, Right. And you were, you're like, oh, no way. Browse on the web. You made like whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just, just come sign up through me, whatever. So I'm telling you because I'm making money right. doing it. Right. I mean, let's be real. Like, no, like they're not showing you their PayPal numbers. Like, oh my God, Matt, yeah. you are so great. Can we be best friends? 
That's not that's not why. You know, I recently like the Ernest when I was selling Ernest mm. really hard. Uh, so it's an affiliate marketing plugin, in case you don't know that I have uh, that is eventually being replaced. But I needed a way to sell it, and I f- still don't like this. And I'm taking it off. I'm, I, I haven't published you it. You walked officially. around with a check, like a huge check. No, I have screenshots of my Amazon account, mm. and and I did that because I I need it. I felt like, and this is untrue. I felt like I needed to give context as, as to why I built something, mm. like and what it did for me after I built it. But it is a, it's false because. What that says to people is like, hey, look. You had built you, the thing before you built Ernest. And right, the before money I was, made that money, too. Yeah. So I, I, was say, I could have said, hey, look, I made all of this money because I'm using this plugin that I made. That's Incorrect. often how it's portrayed. Yeah. 100%. I, and I did it. It's out there somewhere. Like, I've said those words. Mm. Bullshit. And I was doing it because I was like, it, when I get into marketing mode, like I, you know, I'm building a product, I feel great. I get into marketing mode, I feel like a scumbag. Mm. And it's because I'm, I have to, you know, figure out how to tie into like someone's emotional reaction to something and get them to go, oh, yeah, I want that too. And they buy my thing. When instead, and I was just reading an article yesterday about, uh, it was like called Marketing Fight Club. And I think it was, his name is Jarrett Drysdale, I believe. I saw it on Twitter. Okay. Uh, and, and I trust I fa- you. I found it interesting because he was saying, and I did mention a name, but this is more in a positive light. Uh, he, he mentioned, uh, <laughs> like, he's, he did that same thing, too. Like, he would sell things by, you know, like, trying to tap into someone's emotional need, meaning, like, are you tired of feeling down in the dumps all the time? Are you tired of, like, your bank account being completely drained of all of its funds sign up for bluehost yeah guess start a fucking website or or buy my <laughs> fucking course you know whatever it is yeah. and he was like well he was like i don't want to do that game anymore i don't want to play that game mm-hmm. i want to just tell people that i built an awesome thing and sell them on the actual not the and benefits but the features look screw bluehost use hostgator they pay me more <laughs> right and that's like that's another thing too like you know there is a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you don't know like i remember dude did you used to have aweber uh yeah it was pretty bad i used to have aweber too do you know why we had aweber because it was uh yeah because everyone it was the only affiliate program at the time yep Mm. you know and it's funny with these hosting companies so like bluehost or hostgator yeah that there there are guides on how to create a blog because they they basically give you emptiness and they're like cool download WordPress install it configure it and set up your site and ten hours later like hopefully you're up and running yeah so and you can start making money and you know no one I, I mean most most no one who is pushing these things are using these tools no <laughs> no it's it's sad like well that would be like me you know. Uh, pitching a uh, email marketing company when I don't use that email marketing company. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm only pitching it because it has a killer affiliate program and I make more pitching that than I do the actual one that I use. Same with the hosting. Like, I use WP Engine, but if I, if I, I would be a hypocrite if I was pitching HostGator. 
because I don't mm. believe in it. I mean, I I I hate HostGator to be honest, but and, and obviously they're not going to be a sponsor now that I just said that. But look, I I I, I used them for years and. They just did not provide – at the time, they could have changed. I'll give them that. But at the time, they did not provide me the customer support that I needed. My sp- that, sites that went down all the time. That backpedaling definitely left you an opening for ads. All right. There you skater. go. Cha-ching! <laughs> anyway, and, I, I – so, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, to, to back to the, the hero worship piece. Like, look, I want – like, look, if you are – like a a carbon copy of Ty Lopez and you literally have Lambos because you invested in Bitcoin at the right time or you built a website that taught people how to build websites. That's awesome. That's super awesome. But it's really unfair for you to portray it in this one, two, three, ABZ type approach where like, so, you know, Ty Lopez probably took him X years of failure and this and that and whatever and, you know, it turns out he actually rented the Lambo Which and blah, you know, and so it's like, uh, uh, I, f- I just find it very frustrating because they're, they're fake and you like, so you're looking at this thing and, but you know yourself. Yeah. So you know all of the shitty things like, ah, like I have bags under my eyes and I'm yeah. whatever. And this beautiful person is telling me that if you just buy bag no more from HostGator, it'll fix all of your problems. But here's the thing. And I, I hate that you mentioned Ty Lopez because you did mention you, another. You mentioned, you mentioned, I think you mentioned him first. No, not in this episode. Oh, so that was a different episode. Okay, fine. I don't like what he sells. And I think he, you know, I, it's in my opinion, of course. But I, I, it makes me roll my eyes very hard. You just want to quickly say that Ty Lepez is great. Please don't sue me. Yeah. If he has an affiliate program, I'm all over that, Ty. No. Listen. Thanks, bye. Thanks, bye. Uh, So here's- He's super litigious. And ironically, things that are super litigious- Yeah, usually have I mean, draw your own conclusions from that. Sure. But here's the thing. I want to talk about, uh, can you blame him? From being can, super litigious? No. Can you blame any of these people from doing what they're doing? No, it's insanely lucrative. Right. It fucking works. There's a website called Start Block. Uh, wait, ready? Don't names. No, no. I, I don't know the people. And it's actually owned by a, a fund that owns multiple websites. So oh. it's not even a person. This, oh. The person who made this sold it way ago. It's oh. called StartBloggingOnline.com. Yeah. And I know for a fact it makes over $700,000 a year. Wow. And it is basically telling people to sign up for Bluehost. That is the crux of the website. Yeah, it's it, here's the thing. I this episode is titled Don't Listen to This Episode because ultimately I don't want you to listen to me and follow my advice. And same with you. I'm sure you would say mm-hmm. the same thing. Of like uh, I mean, you don't. We we do it on List of Money Matters because we do want to legitimately help people. We also don't like. We're not selling a dream. We're selling get out of debt. <laughs> you know, it's not. Yeah. A, it's not. Uh, you know, we're not selling somebody. You could be. You could be flying a Learjet tomorrow if you just started a website. No, we're 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 literally trying to help people like save their lives. Yeah, by getting and, out and of there debt. was no education out there for whatever. Yeah, uh, that's pretty obvious, right? And mm. and there's really not a lot of money in it, to be honest. You know, like mm. we're not scamming people. But the same, but you could argue that you're not scamming people uh, to doing what they want to do. Like I, I think the whole 
you know, teaching people to blog, you know, bloggers who blog about blogging, uh, they're ultimately trying to help people too. It just happens to be super lucrative also, right? And it's a very slippery slope into if I just tell them to use HostGator, AWeber, whatever, like I get paid, like I get my money. And you may be using those tools at the time, but then you stop using those tools and then you're not fixing those issues. You're still you st- and then you, you start to go down this path of like, oh, well, I'm helping people. And it's like, are you or are you, you know, trying to get them to do something that they were never going to like they, they that they literally can't do. Mm-hmm. And that's my what I'm saying and ha- what ha- have said on Money Lab before. And this is a really hard pill to swallow, but I don't believe that everyone can do this. And I don't believe everyone should. Mm. I don't believe it. And. I would and this pot and this podcast and Money Lab is not geared towards. I don't want it to be for people who are uh, entrepreneurs who who want to get into the business of what I do. It's for I write and I talk for people who are already doing what I do, and we need a support system for the people who are like, hey, look, I've I get it. I'm here. I'm with you. I make money off my blog just like you do. I make money off my website, my software, whatever it is. But I work for myself, and I'm already here. So, like, help me out. Like, like, just be a a, a voice that says it's going to be okay, or maybe not okay. Like, just don't feed me bullshit. Yeah, and don't sell me things I don't need. That's what I want Money Lab to be, and that's what I want this podcast to be. It's more. It's like a high level. Like that's why I'm not. Ta- we're not talking about beginner subjects. I don't want to talk about beginner subjects. I don't want to talk about how to build a website. You have a website. This is for people who have websites. Right. And that's fine. I I I feel like with with the way I talk I I again, I don't believe everyone can do it. And I don't want to tell people that oh, if they just buy my course, they can have it too. So even the SEO course is like, look, I yeah, it took me 10 years of failing up at mm-hmm. SEO. And now I'm able to distill all that information and push out a course. And it's true. All of it's, I mean, you're looking at all of my actual things. None of that stuff in the course, and I'm not plugging my course again. But the point is, is like nothing in that course is hidden. I don't hide anything. It's all my actual numbers because I, it's not that impressive. It's not that much. I don't make that much money. You know, it's not like I'm trying to sell you that if you do this, you're going to make money. Just traffic. You want traffic. I, I think the, the interesting thing is, so um, when you talk to somebody who maybe isn't doing what we do, like so Matt and I, I mean, me and you, we talk, yeah. uh, and the numbers are just the numbers, and we often do not really talk about the numbers and like, ah, this is like a really big one or this whatever. It's more tactical-based, what can we do? do for our other issues and yeah. I think if you spoke with other people who have been in the space for a while um, the number whatever it is is really not that impressive regardless of what it is if it was 10x of my number I'd be like oh cool like that's what it that's not the thing and yeah. so we don't latch on to it because we understand like oh you're making a million dollars a month so your life must have been ravaged to shit yeah. You know, we, we kind of get it, but having not gone through it, you mm-hmm. know, if you're not an, a quote unquote insider, I think what we do 
leads to this hero worship esque because they they don't know yeah. that like you you you, you learn. You talk, yeah, you look. You talk about swim university, and you know there's not that much competition in the pool space, and you happen to be at a great affiliate tier. Yep. And I have a team, and I know how to do it, but it's also a shit ton of work mm-hmm. to build swim university, and I do not like pools or remotely interested enough to just be like, cool. I want to make what Matt's making, so let me just dedicate ten years of my life. Right. Like that. That sucks. Yeah. But. I think from the outside looking in, you don't necessarily see those like 10 years and understand. You know, you can, it doesn't matter how many times I say that or how deep of a picture I paint of those 10 years. You're still not going to get it Mm. because it's not, it's not 10 years, right? It's, you're seeing, you're still seeing it at a glimpse. You're seeing my life at, wow, he struggled for those past 10 years but he's rich now so like and that's not even true but like you still i I, i'm not doing an entire podcast on how awful my life is it wasn't but Mm. you know there were struggles within the business to get it to where it is i mean i failed for seven years straight and didn't make any money off of it right and like the last three is like when it actually did anything and i was like oh thank god i'm lucky you know it, it, it fucking finally worked but, you know, it's unfair because if, say, you were talking about it, you're at a bar, you're wearing your nice, like, going out shirt, like, you're, like, well-kempt and, like, happy, and you're just yeah. telling the story, and they don't get to see that that night that you're up till 3 a.m. crying to Stephanie yeah. because your shit is just fucked and right. whatever. Uh, and so when, like, you're receiving these numbers or this information at the bar in the uh-huh. best situation possible – any amount of you explaining you being a crying blubbering idiot doesn't like yeah i mean it is putting it justice your, it is putting your best foot forward if you're trying to sell something like that's bad marketing if you're selling like hey this sucks you want to yeah. buy it like, <laughs> you know it's like that doesn't really work but what i what i really mean is i want to uh talk about this i want to talk about swim university mm. because this is kind of where it all stems from I can tell you that whenever I go and hang out with like insiders, you know, people who have been blogging for as many years as I have, we're all cynical. Mm. We're all cynics. In, in what way? I, I mean, it's at least it's feel at least it feels that way to me. I always feel comfortable being around a person who has been doing this as long as I have, mm. like, and because they clearly understand the bullshit. They they have been dragged through the mud just like I have. Like they understand there's so much nuance. Yeah. And we all sort of turn our nose up or go, ugh, this person, you know, who's out there selling the dream. Like we all we're all aware of like how much bullshit they're peddling. Mm. And so it just it's just it creates a cynicism. I believe it happens in a lot of other industries, not just this one. But I, I really want to talk, and the reason I, I I am at this stage of cynicism towards this industry, uh, and not to say that I don't like it, I certainly do, um, but I, I and it's been, and it was a lot worse than it is today. I think I think it's gotten a little bit better. I think more people are sort of turning towards like the more honest approach of selling the dream, if you want to call it that. It's gotten more competitive. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of, yeah, so you have to kind of like carve out your little area. And so like even me, like 
I've definitely resonated. I think Money Lab has resonated with a lot of people because it's like, oh, it's not all of this dream pushing. I'm not pushing a dream. Hmm. I'm pushing quite the opposite. I'm like, this shit's hard. <laughs> you know, it's like when you if you read my uh, journey through creating software, like it's a fucking huge failure all the way through. Like it's just nothing at, 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 in that whole article is good. Aged you like five years. Oh yeah, in a few gray months. hair. Yeah, awful. So and and I didn't tell anybody that this is how you should do it. Like I just basically journaled it. But specifically with Swim U, when I got started in this industry, and and obviously like, tell me if this was the same for you. Uh, so I had the idea for Swim U while I was working at a job, a pool co- company. So like, and I was building websites. So I knew that this this world existed. This affiliate marketing. You know, you know, ad sales, that sort of thing, and I and I, I built the site, and I started finding people who to help me. So I found uh, this company called the Keyword Academy, and it was a membership site, and I signed up, and they were helping me get traffic. More black hat at the time and gray hat, but still super helpful. And uh, I talked to Mark, who who was the uh, who ran that company. Still, he's and now I think he's a. a a CFO for for like freelancers and stuff, but at the time they were giving a lot of advice that just wasn't working for me, just didn't work. Hmm. And I eventually started following other people in the space, you know, and I would listen to them, and I would I would literally copy like I'm like okay I have the swim university site it's for pool and hot tub care. Oh, look what this person did on their, you know, teach people how to blog to make money blogging site. Mm. And I would copy those techniques and fail. And I would do it over and over again because I was constantly looking at other people saying, what are they doing right that I'm doing wrong? And I would take their stuff and I would apply it to mine and ultimately fail. And it wasn't, and every single time, I would have to stop and look at my own shit and my in the context at which I operate it. Like I had to look. My website is not my I don't target people who want to make money blogging. I target pool and hot tub owners. They are 40, 50 years old, you know, according to according to uh analytics. And they don't even know what a fucking ebook is. Yeah. You know? So, am I going to charge a hundred dollars for an ebook to them? No, but I tried. Are they going to buy, you know, a five thousand dollar video course about taking care of their pool? No. But you didn't try that. I didn't try that one. No. <laughs> but I was going to say I tried. <laughs> I tried. No. But I definitely did things that worked in other industries because, and, and then and then like I it was I sat back and I was like. Well, wait a minute. They're, the only reason that this person can has a blog and can sell a hundred dollar ebook is because they're selling to other people who understand that buying a hundred dollar ebook is actually valuable. Mm. They're selling to other businesses. They they're not businesses yet, but entrepreneurs are basically businesses that want to be businesses or people that want to become businesses. So it becomes a B two B operation. So. You know, can someone charge like $5,000 for an SEO course? 
Yes. And people are going to pay for that. And they do. And they and do. We can name know. names, but we won't. No, but I mean, there's expensive courses out there. Uh, because ultimately, they're not selling to an individual, even though technically that's what they're doing. They're mm. really selling to a person who thinks that they want, they're going to make money by buying this course. It's an investment. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's, that's totally fine if that's the way you want to do things. That doesn't work at Swim University because my company is totally different. But I'm still following the advice of these people. And when I really sat back, it's really hard to follow advice of people who their only success came from teaching people how to be successful like them. So that's where their real success came from. And I'm hoping you're following me. I know you're – are you following me? Yeah. yeah. You're so basically like, saying like if you had built something – that was valuable in its own right, then right. perhaps you could teach people how to build something valuable. But if right. you built something, like, so if, if you, yeah, you made a thing that sold itself, you know, right. and, which is essentially a, a dream, you know, well, it's, it's like the people- guy with the cart in like the medieval shows that walks around and he has like potions. Yes. And this is, this is the love potion and this is the get taller potion. And then he's like, see, look at this guy. He's so tall. He drank the potion. Right. Well, I mean, maybe not as snake oil as that is, right? Because ultimately, like, you, people have success. Like, I had success at SwimU, at SwimUniversity.com. Mm-hmm. So therefore, if I want to go and teach people how to build a successful authority website in a very specific industry – I have a little more credibility of doing that than someone who taught, who built a website teaching people how to build websites and then them, te- and them teaching you how to build a website in something that doesn't even relate because mm. they're the completely opposite businesses. Now, I'm not saying that those people didn't have things before that and then they're transitioning into that. My point is, is before you go and completely die at the hands of someone else and and follow their advice to the ends of the earth, just sometimes you can take people's advice, but you have to always take it with a grain of salt and say, well, what's the reasoning behind them giving this advice? Is it affiliate? Are they going to make money on the back end with affiliate marketing? Because that's going to be like, look into that. That's that 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 erodes trust immediately. Mm. Now, if they're using the software and they also highly recommend it, different story. But if you see a discrepancy in that, that's a red flag. The other thing is look at where their source of information is coming from, their source of success. If it's, hey, I did this here and this worked, and so therefore copy and paste to your business, do it for yourself and make just as much money. And look how much money I made from this. Well, ask yourself – well, first of all, what are they selling? Because, like, I'll be honest, uh, you're, if you're selling a $5,000 course to a handful of people, you're making good money. But mm. if you're trying to sell a $29 ebook to the same handful of people, you're not you going to make a lot have of money. A lot, you have a, more than a handful of people. Yeah. So, I mean, y- you have to look at all the, the bigger picture. And it's really hard because it's, I don't know. And I, and I hope that I don't, run into this douchebaggery like circle of because money lab can kind of dip into that. I feel like I think that, uh, what I found interesting and I think that the same is true for money lab is 
the personal finance space mm. is like a super gross space. Yeah. I mean, it is like, uh, listen, money matters ranks, I believe number one for get rich quick. Ugh. Ironically or coincidentally, that article was written by Matt like five Me? years ago. Yeah. We, we've, we've changed it since then, but the, but the guts are you. And, and I think, um, what happens is when you, when you like swim in this space, uh, you have to, you have to skew really hard in the other direction because, and, and maybe everyone takes all the personal finance sites at face value. And there are, there are a ton that are really trying to do like good, honest work and help people. But there are as many that are not. Yeah. And so at least being in it, like, you know, you being in the make money online space, you're going to skew so hard the other direction. Yeah. It's gross. And like, I don't know. I want to wrap up this episode because I, I, I talk about this subject a lot in private Mm -hmm. and it sounds so cynical when I talk and I, and I name drop people that I don't like, you know, uh, that make that gross me out in this space. But I want to talk about people who do it right. And you can talk about the personal finance space. Like you mentioned people who do it right. If we're going to name drop it all, I want to talk about the people who I think I respect in this space. Um, and you know, and just to every- also just say real quick, not being mentioned, like you're not not respected through omission. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You're just you're just choosing a few. I mean, I'm trying to do. I don't have this written down, so I'm going to do this off the top of my head, yeah. and I'm going to miss some people. Same, uh, but there are uh, it, it it it. What I want to avoid is like there's nothing wrong with selling the dream. Go ahead. It's lucrative for you. It works. If you can go to bed at night, that's fine. I, I can't personally. I, I, and I actively try to avoid it on Money Lab, but I, I'm not 100% successful. I'm just not. And I will continue to try to be, but, you know, I, I, just, I do want to make good stuff. I want to... Tell me the names of the people you respect. Tell me some names of like if I want to be in this space, new or otherwise, and a lot of them skew more towards new, where would I go? I think – so a lot of the people that I've had on the show already. So I would say that uh, Justin Jackson is a great example of somebody who's just completely honest and is just – and gives actually good advice. Uh, he does give advice. I mean, he straight up mm. gives advice, and he creates products for for people. Um, but he's constantly evaluating himself in public, which I like. Uh, what do you mean? Meaning, like you know, he might try a marketing technique, and like he, I think he tried to price. He tried a pricing technique for one of his products, and then he out loud was like, "Ugh." Like, let's, I don't know. And his son mentioned something to him and he was like, oh my God. And like wrote about it and then actually changed it. So like he's constantly self-evaluating his place in this space, really. Uh, And he was the one that came on the show to talk about mental health. Uh, It's justinjackson.ca and his show is Mega Maker. And uh, he 
and he actually runs Transistor, which is the podcast hosting company that this podcast runs on. Uh, and I think he's just super transparent. I think uh, Paul Jarvis is another one who uh, is very vocal about the grossness of our culture, of the entre- online entrepreneur culture, and sort of practices what he preaches. Mm. I think uh, I have to give credit to uh, Corbett Barr and Fizzle. He's just a top of my list guy. Yeah, because, I mean, that's how we met. We met through Fizzle. Uh, I remember Fizzle felt that he was so genuine and, uh, he, I don't think he ever misled in anything of his that I've consumed. Nope. Everything was honest. Every, every article was honest. Every podcast was honest. The pricing was honest. Mm. You know, like the, the fizzle wasn't a lot of money still isn't a lot of money per month. Yeah. Compared to like what compared to like what they could be charging for that for that type of material, uh, yeah, those are those, those come to mind. Uh, there's other ones too that like they're like, and I've met a lot of the people who I don't, I, you know, the people I've met it doesn't necessarily translate into how I feel about their business model, right? Mm. I actually like a lot of the people, but I don't like what they what they put out there sometimes and not all of it like some of it is fine but you have to take it you know here and there like i i think tim ferris is when he was doing four hour work week i really tried hard (laughs) to like find the snake oil Mm. you know i was like this feels you know it kind of borderlines that but i'm like i there was he had he was just selling a book there was nothing like attached to it you know yeah, there was not a ten thousand dollar four hour work week course attached to the book that would like help you generate five x in your business just by you know with a super expensive and like it, it didn't that wasn't there. It was just a book, and mm-hmm. it was a free blog, and now it's a free podcast. And it's like I, you know, and he he's obviously coming out with a lot of books that are you know not my cup of tea, but I don't know. I, I still respect the content that he puts out, he puts a lot of work into it for sure. And it's honest. Might not be, again, might not be my cup of tea, but I feel like it's one of those things that I don't see, I don't see the swarm. I feel like I need to read it again after the fact. I read read it it at the very beginning of my journey to read it now. It's still helpful. I read it recently, like probably in the last three years. There's some gems that like stuck with me. Like he had this, uh, he had this business that he sold like, brain meds or whatever whatever yes. it was like the the ginkgo biloba whatever right. whatever it was he was selling and he had this thing where he'd be involved in every customer issue yeah and he was just like you know if it's less than a hundred dollars just give them a refund sure and i you know like pro- approaches like that and email too like he had yeah. a lot of email stuff but that is th- like his first business like swarmy dude like no no thank you like yeah. I've, i don't want nothing to do with that but what he ultimately learned and turned into a uh, turned into con- free content for everybody, you know, was great. So, do you have anybody? Um, I've always liked Brandon from the Mad Scientist. Yes, I feel like he is very genuine, um, and he really is not trying to do much other than whatever interests him. And and so, it, what he's created is very much like a reflection of. His interests. Oh, I'll tell you what. Uh, hmm. Speaking to Brandon too, like he, uh, 
really, really, really helped me with Spruce. Like yeah. when I was going through the shit, he like he, jumped on Skype with me just because he's a good dude and like helped me because he knew because he knows Ruby and he knows mm-hmm. Ruby on Rails and he was like, and I just had questions and he was like, dude, I'll, I'll help you. That's awesome of him. Awesome, yeah. Um, I really like uh, J. David Stein from Money for the Rest of Us. Yeah, he's a, he's a guy who uh, is just super honest, shoots from the hip, and. Uh, is doing what he's he spent his whole life doing this thing mm-hmm. and then basically quit to teach people who don't have millions and millions of dollars not like how to i don't know beat the market but just it kind of teach all the things he's learned yeah um you know i, I really resonate with that the, just uh people who are more real you know all, yeah they come through authentically and it's it's a there there are certainly People, you know, I kind of have a hard time with like, <laughs> you know, people put on like a, you know, you have like your boyfriend voice, your radio voice, you know, your, your, like, I, I definitely have a podcasting voice, you know, you have I, a boyfriend voice. No, it, no, I can, don't. Can you share your boyfriend? I, voice? I, I, I don't, I don't. But the, okay, you know, the fine. joke when it's like, whenever you talk to your girlfriend, it's like, oh, honey, like it's always yeah, like, quiet, yeah. like a slightly quieter. It's mm. a joke. It's more like a, uh, you know, mm. funny thing, but it, it, it's. I, I definitely have a po- I definitely put on airs when it comes on, like when I go on a, someone else's podcast. Like I'm putting on a show, right? right. I sometimes I, I think I've met people. My, my, all right, so my buddy Travis, you, you don't think you, well, you've had we had one. Well, I've others. spoken to him a couple times. Yeah, but. when you listen to his show, it, I mean, he's such good radio voice. It, mm. It's so good. But then when you talk to him, you're like. Oh, that is your actual voice. It's like, like, can you just give me your radio <laughs> voice, please? It's just, he just he has a way of he has a way he's he's very uh it it's not bad. It's all, I think it's it's funny because when I met him, I'm like, oh, that's it's funny like you actually talk like that. <laughs> but I just thought it was you know he was putting on a show, but it's no, it's just yeah. the way he is. So he is authentic, but it's but it also sounds like a radio voice. I just want to say that my voice isn't normally this nasally. It's really just for the show. Yeah, you you plug up your nose beforehand. You want to sound as I'm trying uh, to play a role. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to play a, a nerdy, <laughs> uh, a stuffed up sort of role. I get it. You're trying to be one of the people. I get it. Mm. Sinus any, problems are a real thing. Is there anyone else in the sort of like the business side of things, like the make money side of things that you were like? I mean, look, look, look. Let's just be honest. Like, who helped us get to where we are? Like, straight up. Is there is there a name that you're looking for me to say? No. Oh, okay. Well, I I feel like uh, there can be. Caveats. I, I don't want to. Wait, what do you say? There can be caveats too. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say any name that I have uh, reservations about. I would just say that um, think traffic, which is what, which is what preceded Fizzle. Yeah. And Fizzle, you know, I haven't been in it for a long time, and I have no doubt that if Corbett's there. It's it's on the up and up, but just uh Yeah, dude, when I found Think Traffic, that fucked that fucked me up. Like it, yeah, cha- it, cha- it changed me. I actually heard Corbett on podcasts, went, searched him and listened to every podcast he was on, Same. just trying to yeah. get any information from the like there's there's just so few, yeah. really, in the make money online space. I'd say almost none for me. Uh Honestly. yeah, there's there's still a couple out there. 
Um, and I, I there's definitely a couple I pay attention to. Share. I mean, I, th- I think I did. I shared as 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 much as I like. I'm going as much as I would be comfortable enough saying like, yeah, no, these people like for sure. Like, there's not a there's not a. Uh, I don't have any slight reservations about at all. The people mm-hmm. I mentioned, a hundred percent. Um, but I honestly don't consume that content anymore. I try this not. Guy to. Viper Chill. Do you remember that guy, Glenn? I- Glenn Alsop, I think. What he does? What's he do now? It's something different now. I don't know. I'm sure his stuff's still out there. This guy, I, I almost want to say, now that I'm thinking about it, he was like, uh, he was doing experiments publicly in the way he would write and stuff when it comes to SEO, and I found fascinating. Oh, and I'm yeah. sure a lot of it no longer applies. He he was trying to find the tricks. Mm. Back when there were there were tricks, so his new thing is called Gaps. dot com, G A P S, G A P S. dot com. Can you also buy socks and activewear? I don't get that. Oh, I don't get that. The gap the gap. I don't oh. know. Anyways, God, can you just let Damn. my bad jokes go? <laughs> yeah. So this is. Uh, I, I've not read any of this stuff, but he's. He's moved on from Viper Chill to this, from what yeah. I understand. Well, this is what I'll be doing this evening. Oh, boy. Don't get, like, <laughs> too many. See, that's the thing. Like, uh, part of the reason of titling the episode, one, I want you to listen. And two, because <laughs> if when I tell you not to listen, you'll listen. But also, I worry about myself when I go down these rabbit holes of reading other people's success stories and reading other people, like, how they did something. Because I will try to emulate it. I will just try. Because I'm like, oh, look what they did. Amazing. Mm. Even you, dude. Sometimes like you'll tell me a story that you did, and I'm like, fuck, that's brilliant. And I'll copy it. Oh, my it. God. You have to tell me these things so I can like, be like, yeah, you're good, Andrew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it, Anytime you, know, <laughs> you think I do something awesome, please tell me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes you will, and I'll do it, and it may not work out for me. You know, and I can't think of an exact example, but there's mm-hmm. definitely been things where I'm like, oh, An- like you know, Andrew did this, uh, so and 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 I don't even know if you saw success. Like you don't write about it, so it's just like mm-hmm. I see it on the on, and I take it at face value, and then I try to repeat it, and I may either fall flat or and it's just like, dude, stop consuming other people's success. Like stop yeah. doing that because all all your you know, listen to yourself. And I want to end on this. I wrote this in two seconds. <clears throat> this, is, this is what I wrote as, my, as the episode thesis. Ultimately, everything is an experiment. That's what I believe at Money Lab. Nobody, nobody has the secret sauce to help you with your business. Just because someone is giving you advice doesn't mean they're right just because somebody is higher up than you or has more success than you or has more money than you or is more anything than you doesn't mean that they're right listen to yourself listen to your business trust the numbers do what works for you as a person and what works for your business what works for you 
might and probably not work for someone else. I like that. That's it. It's that simple. So don't listen to this podcast. Don't listen to anything we say. All we want to do, I think, is tell stories about what we do. That's ultimately what I want from this is just to talk about the insider information, the insider mm. shit that we do. It's not advice. Not a single time, I hope I didn't do this, is say, I do this and so should you. Mm. It's, I do this, end of story. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. If you want to, like, and I love watching behind the scenes stuff. All my courses are actually more behind the scenes stuff than they are anything else. Because to me, I can, as a person, take what I want from that. You know? It's like, I can pick what I want to do. Don't mm. tell me what to do. I want to see how you do it. And then I'll go, oh, that's, I'll find that one little thing that you did. I'm like, oh, that's fucking dope. That. <laughs> you know? I know you like that too. Like, I could watch yeah. behind the scenes stuff all day. Yeah, I want to know how the soup is made or how the, what is Sausage made? is made. Sausage, yes. Yeah. Sausage. And then you'll be like, oh, I didn't know they put herbs in there. I'm going to start putting herbs in my sausage. Wait, that's pig intestine? What? Oh, God, I'm never <laughs> eating sausage again. So that's it. Mm. You good? Mm, yeah. All right. If you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to talk about on the show or you want to join in on this conversation, please email me. My email address is matt at moneylab.co. And feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. I did not have one this week, but I'm still open to doing it. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really like this show, tell your friends about it. Point them to your favorite episode, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber too. I, does that, was it, are you like drained right now? Are you he, are you is it a heavy episode or no? I think it was fine. No, I thought I think it was fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's it. <sighs> All right. Thanks for listening. That's it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show.